name's Lizzie Hodgson. I'm founder and director of Stink Nation. This is Triple Think. I've got a little bit of a confession to make after me saying you just got to keep doing what you're doing and you've got to keep doing your vlog. I didn't do that. Why didn't I do that? Um, I realised it's a lot harder to do these than I anticipated. However, instead of uh, thinking I shouldn't do it ever again, what I did do is I have actually taken action to find somebody who can help me do these. So, hello. Hiya. It's Rebecca. Yeah, we're very excited to have a, have kind of like, have help and support in doing these kinds of things. And I think that's something that is important to recognise. When we talk about we've got to all be putting out content all the time, when we're talking about we've got to be documenting stuff all the time, it is actually quite hard. And it is actually quite hard work to do it um, at a pace that I think the expectation is set for you to do it at that pace. So, over the last few weeks we've reflected, we've uh, looked at how we can do it better, looked at how we can actually deliver this content better, um, and as a result, yeah, we've taken on taken on support. Hello. Yeah. Oh, what else have I learned? I've learned so much. We, who are in industry and technology and whatever, business, whatever it is, we have a responsibility to ensure that young people um, actually feel that there's hope and that there's there's a there's a reason for them to feel uh, they can engage with the world that they are inheriting. There's a lot of negativity out there. There's a lot of understandable negativity. We're going through some pretty turbulent times, economically, politically, on a global level. There's a great deal of uncertainty on many, many different levels. But one of the thing that, things that I've learned very much over the last couple of months, two, three months, um, I've worked with over 100 young people in the US and the UK, and the overwhelming um, response from them is of hope and of, and of kind of like upbeat that it's all for the taking. We can do good stuff. And we've got to remind ourselves of that now and again. And we've also definitely got to remind ourselves that we can't crush that hopefulness. And we, we've got a responsibility to, to bring that through and to make it actually a reality. What have we done? We have been to Tech Hub in New York. We, we ran a discovery stage workshop, which sounds really boring, but actually it's not at all. A discovery stage workshop is where we worked with um, young people from the Bronx, Harlem, Brooklyn, Queens and Manhattan, um, underrepresented communities mainly. Um, we worked with them and a whole load of mentors from the world of tech, the arts, um, all the businesses, academia, and we workshopped together four big topics, artificial intelligence ethics, tech and the environment, tech and the brain, and surveillance and privacy. My group was artificial intelligence, and we had such a rich conversation. You can think about many negative things when you think about artificial intelligence, like they might kill you. Yeah. <laughs> this is an experience that I'm not really used to. I'm not really used to talking about technological things a lot, because that's not really my forte, but I actually liked getting out of my comfort zone in this kind of situation. At the end of the day, it just comes down to how we integrate it, and how can we keep this intelligence instead of losing it instead of like handing in every single thing to AIs instead of doing it ourselves. It was incredible, mind-blowing. They had never worked together. Majority of them had never even contemplated thinking about technology. Um, purely because they weren't in that world, 
But when they actually realised that they knew a lot about it, um, their ideas were incredible. We were delighted to be working with Columbia University. Huge thanks to them. Huge thanks to the Columbia Global Centres and to Tech Hub New York. It was, it was just a brilliant, brilliant time. Being able to interact with people and talk about issues that are so relevant in society today. I would recommend it to my family, to my friends, to strangers on the street. What we're going to be doing next is we're going to take those questions, the questions that the young people came up with. We're then going to be running a major event around those. So that's to come. New York was a great success, very excited, very exciting and just incredible ideas from young people. What else have I done? What I'm really enjoying is also getting out into the wider world and actually talking with young people um, about, about stuff like, you know, workplace, um, how do you find, how do you surface talent, how do you get noticed in the workplace. And one of the things I did back in early June was I gave a talk at Wired Sussex talent fest. Just talking about the opportunities young people have to get into the creative industries, drawing on what I call a, a jigsaw career. I still, still don't believe that my jigsaw is anywhere near filled at all. So the jigsaw is about us filling those spaces. The jigsaw is about us finding those opportunities that's going to propel us forward to the next stage. I think this is really kind of like quite important to kind of like recognise that jobs and the structure of the workplace is so different, even to five years ago. Um, and that this concept and idea that we now have jigsaw careers is so important, specifically to young people, because the uh, framework of work has changed. So how are we equipping young people to be ready for that? And also how are we equipping the workplace and also education to be ready for that kind of shift? That's a really um, interesting area, and I think that we need to be exploring that more within our own kind of like workplace, but also as we look to young people who are coming through, you know, even you know, 11, 12-year-olds, what is the workplace going to look like for them? Because it's not going to be long until they're in it. Ten years isn't long. So I found that really interesting, and also I'm really happy because Rebecca is also turned up from there, so that's how I got my videographer. Project Twist It, this launched on Friday. We are really proud um, and very lucky to be doing this project and supported by Joseph Roundtree Foundation and Mary O'Hara. Um, what we're going to be doing with this is we have already created a short video where we are looking, working with young people to kind of like ask them how can we change the poverty narrative? So how can we change it from a stigma um, into something else? And why is it looking, exploring topics around you know, stigma associated with poverty at school and, and online and, and can technology improve things? You know, what role does social media have in all of this? The short video um, is now up online. I'm Billy J.D. Porter. As part of Project Twist It, we've been travelling the country, speaking to young people about their experiences and perceptions around poverty in the UK and how we can challenge the unfair stigma around those who are struggling to make ends meet. December, we're going to be running a major event at the Gulbenkian at the University of Kent, where we're going to be bringing young people, thought leaders, creatives, artists, a whole range of different people who are going to tackle the, the, the stigma um, of poverty. It's a think nation, but with a little bit more of a social twist to it. 
is this interesting to you? Yeah. No, you don't have to say no, yes. No. Otherwise, I might as well just go and have Kipper just a nodding dog. <laughs>